Good day to all of you, my beloved brothers and sisters, and praises be to our loving Abba and to his son, King Yahusha, for we are able to worship together once again. My beloved brethren, wherever you may be at this moment, may this lesson that we will study together inspire us to renew our hope and faith towards Yahuwah our God and to his son Yahusha. The theme of our lesson that we will be learning today is overcoming worries in life. As we live in this world, especially nowadays, beloved brethren, we can't help but to be concerned or worry about the situations in our everyday life, especially now, what's going on, my beloved brethren, such as worries related to financial situations. For example, do I have enough money to pay mortgage this month? The future of our children, will they be successful in life and even our health? Will we still be healthy in five or six years from now? And will I too catch the COVID virus? These are but for a few examples that worries the people in this world today. But as for us, the assembly of Yahusha, my God, brethren, when we face these worries in life, how should we handle them? Did our Lord Yahusha give us a command to follow so that we may overcome these worries in life? Let us begin in our lesson today by exactly asking that question, my beloved brethren. What did our Lord Yahusha command concerning the many worries in this life? Here in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 25, and it says, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? What did our Lord Yahusha say regarding our everyday life? Not to worry. Money and possessions are usually are in the mind of people in this world, brother. That is why they worry what food to eat, what to drink, and clothes to wear. Now, don't get me wrong, brethren. These are necessities in life that we do need, but they should never be the main priority in our life. Now, it's common to worry about these things maybe because of hardships and difficulties in life. But you know who else knows that we need these things, brothers and sisters? Our God, Yahuwah. And that is why our Lord Yahusha tells us not to worry. Because God knows what we need, and he will never abandon us, especially as followers of his son, Yahusha. So never worry, my beloved brethren. So why else must we not worry? Continue with our lesson in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 27 and 34. Can all your worries add a single moment in your life? So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Will it make any difference if we worry every day in our life? Our King Yahusha even says, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? You see, brethren, if we worry too much, we have the tendency to have anxiety for what may or may not happen in our lives of potential problems. Worrying, cause, worrying causes stress, and we all know that stress can affect our health and well-being. Our heart and our mind can be affected also. We can lose sleep, and for some, even causes depression. And that's one place, my beloved brethren, we should never be in. For instance, according to the article I read, people with depression have 40% higher of risk of developing cardiovascular and metabolic diseases than the general population. So not only is it destructive 
but there's no reason for it. What other reason for us not to worry? The book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 27 and 34. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? So don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So why else must we not worry? As the verse says, look at the birds, my beloved brethren. Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, but yet our heavenly father feeds them. And look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet even King Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. Brethren, God created us from his own image, set apart from all his other creations to serve and worship him. So aren't we far more valuable to him than those birds? And if God cares so wonderful for us, for wildflowers that are here today and thrown for the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for us. And God loves and cares for us, brethren. So let us put our entire trust and faith to our God, Yahuwah. Now, beloved brethren, how much does God, Yahuwah, cares for us? Let us read in Matthew so chapter, chapter 6, verse 26 and 28, 30, brothers and sisters, as we have read, brothers and sisters, it says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing yet. Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So brothers and sisters, let us always continue to have faith in our life. Because look at the birds. They don't plant, har they don't plant or harvest, but yet our Heavenly Father cares for them, my beloved brethren. God created us and set apart as his creation to serve and worship him. So aren't we far more valuable than these birds, brothers and sisters? And look at the lilies of the field. They're so beautifully shown in the field, brothers and sisters. But yet, even it says, King Solomon himself was not dressed as beautifully as they are. He will certainly care for us, our almighty God, brothers and sisters. So let's put our entire trust and faith to our God, Yahuwah. How much does Yahuwah God cares for us? Let us continue our lesson once again in Matthew chapter 10, 29 and 30. What is the price of two sparrows? One copper coin, but not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. There's nothing in our life that ever happened without God knowing it, beloved brethren. From the time we were born up to now, God knows all that we've been through in life. He cares for us so much. The Bible says he even knows the number of strands in our hair. The number of hair in our head. Now, isn't that amazing, beloved brethren? So what does that mean? Yahuwah God cares for us so much that he knows the smallest details of our life. With that said, 
What does Yahuwah God requires from us as his sons and daughters? Here in, in Matthew chapter 6, 31 and 33. So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father only knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. Brethren, does Yahuwah require something from us so that the anxiety and worries in this life won't overcome us? Our King Yahuwah says, above all else, above all else, beloved brethren, seek first the kingdom of God and live righteously. Brethren, make God our priority. He should be the main focus in our lives. Above all else, the Bible says. But it also doesn't stop there, brethren. After we have made Yahuwah God our foremost priority in life, then live righteous way of life, my beloved brethren. Let us do our best to live righteously. And he will give you, hear this, brothers and sisters, and he will give you everything you will ever need. You see, brethren, that is the true joy in life when we are receiving the blessings from our God because he knows exactly what we need. But brother, one might say, I'm really overwhelmed with worries and cares of life. I don't know if I can handle it. What then should I do? Let us have the Bible answer that, beloved brethren, in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 and 10. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Yahusha. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. Yes, brethren, we will face hardships and difficulties in this life. But here's the good news. We don't have to face it alone. As children of God and members of the assembly of Yahusha, the Holy Scripture says, give all your worries and cares to God. For he cares about you. He cares for us so much that in his kindness, God called us to share in his eternal glory. How? By means of his son, Yahusha. My beloved brother, never forget what Yahuwah gave up in order for us to share in his eternal glory. He sacrificed everything. He sacrificed his only begotten son to die on the cross so that we may receive his eternal glory. So yes, we may suffer a little while, but it's through that suffering that God will strengthen us. So never let worries in life bring you down, beloved brother. Give them to God, for he cares about you. How then can we give our worries to Yahuwah God? Let us continue to read Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and mind as you live in Christ Yahusha. How can we give our worries and cares to God? By prayer, beloved brethren. 
My beloved brethren, if there's anything at all as followers of Yahusha, one thing that we must learn and always do is to pray to our loving Abba. And to receive Yahusha for it's the only way we can learn and communicate to them in heaven. Never let a day go by without praying. Every night, we should always have a family prayer. Friends, parents, make sure our children will learn and develop the habit of being prayerful to God. That's why the Apostle Paul says, who faced many adversities, he himself faced many adversities and hardships throughout his travel, preaching about our Lord Yahushua to the Gentile nation, says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything that you need from God and thank him for all he has done. Only then, beloved brethren, the Holy Scripture says that we will experience God's peace and his peace will guard our hearts and our minds as we live in Christ Yahushua. Our lesson will now be continued by our brother. My beloved brothers and sisters in the faith, it is but normal for all of us to experience some worry concerning the life that we have here on earth. It is a human response. However, as people of God, we must not be overtaken by the worries that we feel. As a matter of fact, we were given the instruction to pray about everything we need. And when we pray, as we receive the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, that is what will cause the worry to dissipate from our life. And so what we need to do is to be close to Yahuwah God, to be close to Yahusha HaMashiach, because when we are in their presence, we have no reason to worry at all. So the question is, how can we maintain this peace that we have through Yahuwah and Yahusha? Let's read the book of Philippians chapter 4, 8 down to 9. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learn and receive from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. How can we maintain this peace that comes from God? that surpasses all understanding, no matter what we face in this life. Bible says we need to fix our thoughts on the things which are excellent and worthy of praise. You see, we are to be selective of our thoughts, of what we place in our minds. Why is that? Because thoughts are powerful. Because what we think about affects what we feel. And what we feel affects what we do. And so if we want to always receive the peace of God, Apostle Paul says we need to fix our thoughts upon the things which are excellent, the things which are worthy of praise. What does this mean? We need to focus on the blessings that Yahuwah God has blessed us with. We need to show gratitude for Yahuwah our God. Have we done that before? Do we take the time each day to just be thankful for what Yahuwah God has blessed us with? Do we take the time each day to recollect how Yahuwah delivered us from predicament in the past? 
how every single day in our life he provides for our daily needs. Because the more we remember, the more we think about what Yahuwah God has done, done for us in the past, the more prepared we are, the more peace we have as we prepare for the future. What else must we focus upon so that we can have this peace with Yahuwah God? Let us focus upon the promises, the words of God that is so rich and filled with so much power in our life. Now, does this mean that we're going to ignore the problems that we may have in life? Of course not. Problems are part of life. We deal with them. Not worrying does not mean not being responsible. We have to be responsible when it comes to the problems we face. For example, maybe you lost your job. How many here recently lost their job? What are we going to do if we have lost our job? Are we just going to be watching Netflix all night and saying to our spouse, don't worry, honey. God will provide. God will give us a new job. Wait a minute. We have to be responsible. We have to do what we can and what we are unable to do. We give that to the hands of God. This is how we deal with the problems of life. And so we should not be afraid. If we do our part, we know Yahuwah God will do his. Why must we always rely upon Yahuwah God so that we can overcome the worries of life? Let's read the book of Psalms. 121, 2 to 3, 5 to 8. My help, my help comes from Yahuwah, who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Yahuwah himself watches over you. Yahuwah stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. Yahuwah keeps you from all harm. And watches over your life. Yahuwah keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. Why can we live in peace? Why can we have and have the ability to overcome worry, regardless of the situation, the circumstances in our life? That's because if Yahuwah is our Father, if Yahuwah is our God, then our help will come from Him. Isn't that a comforting thought to believe, to know that no matter what we're facing in our life, we can rely upon the help of our Abba, Yahuwah, our God. Why can we rely upon the help of our God? The Bible says, Yahuwah God made heaven and earth. Just think about that for a moment. What does it take to create the heavens and the earth? It requires unlimited power does it not and so if Yahuwah God with but a word was able to create all things that we see today then what problem can we possibly have that Yahuwah God cannot solve brothers and sisters what burden are you carrying now what problem are you facing now why not go to Yahuwah our God and ask for his help because nothing is impossible with God. We can rely upon him. Why else can we always rely upon Yahuwah our God? Bible says that he is the one who watches over us. And get this, he does not slumber. He does not sleep. 
He provides protection and provision 24-7. This is why our King Yahusha tells us, do not worry. It's a command. It's a command based upon faith. You see, those who are overcome by worry, they don't obey the command of our King Yahusha because they lack faith in what Yahuwah God can do for them. Brethren, Yahuwah God does not slumber. He watches each and every one of us, and he will protect us from all harm. We can rely upon the help of Yahuwah our God. Now, how was this proven in the Holy Bible? That those who place their hope and trust in him indeed will be provided for no matter what the situation may be. Let's read the book of 1 Kings 17, 13 down to 16. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just what you've said, but make a little bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. For this is what Yahuwah, the God of Israel, says. There will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers until the time when Yahuwah sends rain and crops grow again. So she did, as Elijah said. And she and Elijah and her son continued to eat for many days. There was always enough flour and olive oil left in the containers, just as Yahuwah had promised through Elijah. You know, what we read there was about a widow and his son. And they were living in a time where there was great famine across the land. And because they were poor, well, they had nothing to eat. Truth is, before the prophet Elijah went to visit them, you know what they had left? They had a container with just enough flour and oil to make their last meal. And so the plan of the widow was to make the last meal for herself and for her son, and then just wait until she finally dies, or until they finally die. And then she gets a visit from the prophet Elijah. Elijah tells her, before you prepare your meal, Prepare some for me first. And what did the woman do? She did exactly that. You know what that's called? It's called an act of faith. You see, the first thing we need to do to overcome worry is to demonstrate before Yahuwah our God an act of faith. Because Yahuwah God can do so much, even with the tiniest act of faith. Because when this woman made that tiny piece of bread for Elijah the prophet, that act of faith was all that Yahuwah God needed to provide for this woman, this widow, and her son. You know what happened after that? Bible says after she made that meal for the prophet Elijah, for herself and for her son, the Bible says that they continued to eat for many days. They always had enough flour and olive oil left in the containers. You see... Brothers and sisters, the blessings, the provisions we need does not depend on the condition of the economy. Even if one is in a depression or a recession, it doesn't matter what it is. Even if one lives in the desert or in the wilderness, our blessings are not dependent upon the conditions of the earth. The blessings are dependent upon one and only one source, Yahuwah, our God. When Yahuwah God speaks, we can receive everything that we need. And so we need to place our trust 
in Yahuwah God. Show him that act of faith and praise our loving Abba, and he will provide for all of our needs. However, does it mean if one lives a life of faith, trusting in Yahuwah Abba, that he or she will no longer experience testings of faith, problems in this life? Well, let's keep reading. We saw the victory of faith here in the life of this widow. However, what eventually happened to her and her son? Let's keep reading in verses 17 down to 20. This is written. Sometime later, the woman's son became sick. Uh-oh. I mean, she just witnessed the miracle, right? The container that produced flour and oil continuously. That was a miracle. So far, so good. Praises be to Yahuwah Abba. Praises be to our loving God. However, what eventually happened? What happened to this woman? Bible says the woman's son became sick. That's a test of faith, isn't it? Sometimes in the middle of God's blessing, something seems to happen, which we perceive as a setback in our life. But let's keep reading. Because beneath everything, behind the scenes, Yahuwah God is always in control. And what happened to the woman's son? Son became sick. He grew worse and worse. And finally, she he died. Then she said to Elijah, oh, man of God, what have you done to me? Have you come here to point out my sins and kill my son? But Elijah replied, give me your son. And he took the child's body from her arms, carried him up the stairs to the room where he was staying, and laid the body on his bed. Then Elijah cried to Yahuwah, Oh, Yahuwah, my God, why have you brought tragedy to this widow who has opened her home to me, causing her son to die? Brothers and sisters, what we have here is an experience that is quite common, not just for this widow, but is also our experience, isn't it? Because life as it is, is not always smooth. Yes, we receive blessing, but we also receive testing. We don't like it when we're tested, but testing will come. We're going to go through rough patches in our life. It's part of our journey because Yahuwah God, as we have read earlier, Yahuwah God will use the tests in our life to strengthen our faith. And it's still true even to this day. And so this widow, after receiving the blessing of God's provision, she was tested. Her son became sick, right? Perhaps she prayed. Perhaps she hoped that the son would get better. But instead of getting better, what happened to his condition? The Bible says it got worse until eventually he died. And she had no idea why. And so she began to blame the prophet. Are you pointing out my sins and causing Yahuwah to remember my sins, which is why my son got killed? And sometimes when bad things happen to us, we like to play the blame game. We want to blame someone. Sometimes we may even point the finger at our God. We blame Yahuwah our God. Yahuwah understands that as human beings, the pain is real. We get hurt. We go through suffering in life. And we ask those questions sometimes. The prophet Elijah, what was his response? He didn't know either. If you notice the prayer of the prophet Elijah, 
He was asking Yahuwah, God, why is this happening? There are events in our life that defy explanation. Sometimes there are things that will happen in our life that we cannot, we cannot process and explain away. And so during these times, what is needed, what we need is to trust Yahuwah our God. You know, the prophet Elijah, he had no idea what was going on. This wasn't part of the plan. And so what did he do? He did, he also did an act of faith. He said to the woman, give me the body, give me the son. And so he took the son and he prayed to Yahuwah our God. And what did he request from Yahuwah our God concerning this boy who just died? Let's read what it says in 21 to 23. And he stretched himself out over the child three times and cried out to Yahuwah, Oh, Yahuwah, my God, please let this child's life return to him. Yahuwah heard Elijah's prayer. The life of the child returned and he revived. Then Elijah brought him down from the upper room and gave him to his mother. Look, he said, your son is alive. What did the prophet Elijah request from Yahuwah Abba as an act of faith and trust in him? Elijah requested that Yahuwah God will bring him back to life. And Yahuwah God listened to the prayer of the prophet Elijah. Brothers and sisters, perhaps the reason why Yahuwah God allowed that the widow's son to become sick and to die is because Yahuwah wanted to see or wanted the woman, the widow, to see the power of Yahuwah our God. Oftentimes in our life, before we can see the power of God, we need to first be placed in the position where we see that it is impossible for us to overcome. And when Yahuwah God shows up with his miracle, then we will see the power of Yahuwah God. Oftentimes in our life, our problems are opportunities for us to see that indeed God is on our side and he will deliver and provide for his people. So brethren, do not lose hope. Keep trusting in Yahuwah God because he is always in control. He knows what he's doing. And he, working behind the scenes, is able to cause all things to work together for our good. We just need to believe and have trust in him. Because ultimately, he has the final say in all things. And so the, what does King Yahusha remind us? So that we will never lose hope. That we will never be overcome by worry. No matter what we face in this life. Let's read the final passage of our studies today, the book of John 14, 1 to 3. Do not be worried and upset. Yahusha told them, believe in God and believe also in me. There are many rooms in my father's house and I'm going to prepare a place for you. I would not tell you this if it were not so. And after I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to myself. So that you will be where I am. 
does our King Yahusha remind us that we must believe in, hold on to, so that we will never be overtaken by worry. We will never be upset, no matter what we face in this life. Our King Yahusha says, believe in God. Believe also in me. You see, there's a reason why. Our loving Abba sent his son Yahusha to die on the cross. That is so that we can be where Yahuwah God is now. To be in his heavenly place. One day, Yahuwah God will turn to his son. And he will say, it's time to go. And our King Yahusha will return. And he will take us to the place that he's preparing. What is he preparing for us? A place in the many mansions of heaven that Yahuwah God and Yahusha HaMashiach are preparing for each and every one of us. Brothers and sisters, what is the worst thing that can ever happen to us? What do we worry about always? Perhaps we think about death. Perhaps we think about losing our loved ones because we all know and we don't really like to talk about it. The reality of death eventually is going to test us to our core because we will feel grief. We will feel pain. We will feel sadness. But always remember this. Yahuwah God is not yet finished with his work. Yes, he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross so that we might live. But his work is not yet complete. His work of restoration is not yet final. He's still working behind the scenes, causing all of us to be with him eventually. This is why, brothers and sisters, we always have something to look forward to. What is that? The day when our king shall return. Because on that day, those who belong to our king, Yahusha, we will be with him in the air and we will be with him forevermore. Hence, there's nothing for us to be worried about. Because everything has been given to us. If Yahuwah God gave us his only begotten son, how much more will he give us everything else that we can ever need in this life? This is why our King Yahusha says, don't be worried, don't be upset. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Let us have faith in our Father and in his begotten Son. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, it is a great privilege to be able to address you as Abba, our provider, the one who cares for each and every one of us. You love us in a deep, deep way. Truth is, we cannot possibly understand completely just how great your love is. But we know we will taste it in full when you finally send your son that we can be taken to your dwelling place there in heaven. Father in heaven, Yahuwah Abba, we ask you as we prepare and wait for that day, give us enough strength that each day we can grow, we can become perfected in our faith through the problems that we have to face on a day-to-day -day basis. 
Father, teach us to overcome worry because we know every time we worry, it is like we do not have faith in you. It is like we lack trust in you. Help us to understand that this is a command from our King because when we worry, we profess faithlessness, but we have faith in you. We trust in you that you will provide all things including the things which are impossible for human beings to attain. So we praise you now. We believe in you. We please listen now to the cries of your people, the individual prayers that have been presented to you, the personal prayers that we will utter to you. Please listen to our cries. Those who are going through difficult times, those who are suffering so much. Father, do not allow any of us to ever lose hope when we reach out to you, when we look up to you. We ask you, loving Abba, embrace us gently. Bring us close to yourself. Because the truth of it is, loving Abba, when we feel your closeness, it doesn't matter the problems we have. What matters to us, loving Abba, is that you are our God. No, we are your sons and daughters. May you heal your people, Father. Give us enough physical strength. But most of all, teach us each day to live by faith. Help us, loving Abba, to overcome the trials in our life. Our loving Mashiach, Yahusha, our King. Please accept the prayers of your people. When we pray for our loved ones, our sons and our daughters, our parents, it is because we love them. We know we must not worry at all. But often we have in our minds the people we love because we want them to be saved too. We want them to be together with us, the kingdom of heaven. But we know they have to make their own decisions. This is not something we can decide for them. But we also know the life we live can have influence upon them. So teach us to represent you well. And at the same time, we ask and beg you, work in their life. Appear to them in their hearts by faith. Show yourself to them in such a powerful moving way. So that experience will stay with them forever. And they will never ever leave you. Because you are the key to life. You are the author of everlasting life. Through you, we will be with Abba. We will be with you forever when you finally return. Thank you so much, Father, for listening to our prayers. We know there's a happy ending for your people. And so no matter what we face, the sadness we experience, the tribulations that we have, we know in the end, after all is said and done, we will rejoice. We will rejoice forever in your midst, in your heavenly kingdom. Praises be to you, loving Abba. Thank you for your blessings in our life. We ask all things 
in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen.